Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. It is September 11th, 2019. And today is the anniversary of the September 11th, 2001 horrible event that took place where three towers pancaked themselves and fell into their own footprint with no resistance. Um, My heart goes out to all the people that died on 9-11 in the United States of America, and I feel really horrified by that. I remember the day I was uh, modeling. I was riding my bicycle to a modeling job. Um, I remember I worked at a certain art school here in Seattle where I still work. And actually yesterday I modeled for the same instructor that I did on 9-11-2001 here in Seattle. Um, And I just remember um, feeling really um, uh, completely uh, scared on that day and worried that whoever was doing this was going to like, you know, take down skyscrapers, you know, in a bunch of major cities. I was thinking, "Uh uh-oh. You know, what are they going to do in Seattle? You know, I was having this like fear response. Uh, I felt kind of nauseous and was crying about it. And everybody was watching um, the art school where I modeled, had TVs in the hallway. Somebody somehow brought a TV into the art school and um, people were told that I was there to model and they could draw me or they could draw. People were told that they could go home for the day if they were too upset to go to school or they could stay at school and draw if that made them feel better. And uh, people were all talking and helping each other and supporting each other through this emotional disturbance. And I remember the instructor asked me because I, I just burst into tears and she's like, do you know anybody in New York in the towers? I said, no, I don't actually, but I just feel sick to my stomach imagining what it's like to be in the towers or anywhere near there, or affected by this uh, directly, or breathing all the toxic air. Uh, I'm somebody who believes that explosives were put in those towers, and it's sad to me that a lot of people want to jump on people like me who think that it makes no physical physics sense to me. There's architects and engineers I know who go along with the mainstream story, and then there are also architects and engineers who find it very suspicious that they were never tested. The area after that crime scene was never tested for explosives. They were told by the by the Bush administration and the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, was also told to not test, you know, they were told that the air was safe by a company that the Bush administration hired to test the air quality and the EPA themselves didn't test it. They just regurgitated what the other company said, which is the air is safe to breathe. Don't worry, everyone, which is obviously not true. There was asbestos powder in the air because when they built that tower, they used asbestos before it was illegal, I guess, or outlawed for buildings because of safety. Um, but I, I, uh, I, re- I don't remember when I realized, okay, this is absurd. They're not testing for explosives. Uh, this is one of the worst, um, terrorist attacks, you know, in the United States, it's probably the worst a terrorist attack that ever has happened. And, uh, of course, horrible things have happened in other parts of the world, but three towers don't just fall like that without some help. Uh, the Tower 7 that fell at 5.20 p.m., um, 
So there's cognitive dissonance, which means that it's so it's too disturbing for some people to realize, like, my mom is a little bit open minded, like, yeah, she wouldn't be surprised either way if this whole thing is a lie or not. My dad is very skeptical and thinks that there's no way that if explosives were used, that they would be able to keep that a secret and that that would be out in the open, not realizing that cognitive dissonance is a very powerful thing, uh, because people are shocked and in my opinion, I'm pretty cynical. And so I think it's naive to just believe that the powers that be in the United States are fully honest and ethical. Uh, we did Hiroshima, the United States did Hiroshima and Nagasaki and Vietnam and all kinds of, of violent war tactics. This just happens to be something that happened in this in this country itself instead of outside another country. I don't know who did it. I'm not going to pretend to know that. And just because I doubt the mainstream 9-11 story does not mean that I think every so-called conspiracy theory is true, like Elvis is still alive and we never went to the moon. Uh, I, I'm not, I think Elvis really died. I think Kurt Cobain probably really did commit suicide. I don't know about Marilyn Monroe. I wouldn't be surprised if she was murdered. I wouldn't be surprised if she committed suicide. I don't have an, a, a strong opinion about that. Other than if someone is psychologically depressed and known to have some suicidal thoughts, if somebody murdered them and made it look like suicide, everyone is going to think that it's suicide because the person really did have some depression and suicidal uh, ideas. Um, but that's a separate issue. I'm just talking about the uh, scientific physics of 9-11 and how the three towers, all three of them had different amounts of damage and all three of them fell at pretty much the same rate of speed in a perfectly symmetrical way with really no resistance underneath. Uh, and I don't believe the collapse theory, the mainstream collapse theory, I guess Nova did a story about it. So my dad thinks that Nova would never lie. Um, so I don't buy into that. It is very, very disturbing to think that some people are not being fully honest about this situation and not fully investigating the crime of what happened on 9-11 and how it was allowed to happen. Um, there were supposedly electrical work and retrofitting done on the buildings a few months before 9-11 even happened. So that could have been when the explosives were put in the towers and rigged, basically, uh, there's also other things like the planes weren't shot down, which they normally would because there was supposedly a drill. There's all kinds of suspicious things about the way 9-11 happened and the way it was very successfully, all three buildings were basically pancake. Tori Amos wrote a song about it called Pancake, but it's written in code with her metaphorical lyrics. Uh, very cleverly written by Tori Amos, a song called Pancake, one of my favorite Tori Amos songs about 9-11, as far as I can tell. Um, the lyrics are, I'm not sure who's fooling who here as I'm watching our decay, and something about segregate the mind from body from soul. Um, I should probably read those lyrics of the Tori Amos song, but... Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that I'm really sad about the 9-11 thing. I'm really sad that a lot of intelligent people don't seem to even entertain the idea that maybe explosives were used because that would mean something really scary. So I don't know who did it. Uh, I'm not saying that I think the U.S. government did it or inside job. I'm saying that I think that somebody got away with putting explosives in the three towers. 
and then carried out. And I do think that planes really did hit the towers, and I really think a lot of people actually truly died. Uh, but I'm not sure if, if those planes really hit the towers without some help with uh, automatic, what do you call it, control, remote control, military-type uh, devices that would help the planes hit their targets as planned. I don't know about that. I've heard pilots, air, professional airline pilots, say that it is extremely difficult to fly a plane that fast and hit a target so carefully and so perfectly. So who knows about that? The main thing I'm thinking is that explosives were used, but at the same time, does it even matter? You know, does it even matter what actually happened other than a lot of people died that day and a lot of people breathed asbestos and were not even given the proper health care that they needed and were lied to and told that the air was safe to breathe, even though it obviously was not safe to breathe. And a lot of firefighters and emergency responders and just regular civilians have had uh, lung cancer and lung diseases and died from problems with their lungs because they inhaled so much toxic powder and dust in the air and asbestos and whatever debris was blowing through the air. It's a very sad memory and a very traumatic one, but I just refuse to go along with the mainstream story. And it disturbs me that some people have made fun of me and tried to shut me up and belittled me and accused me of being uh, paranoid and delusional, etc. To me, the mainstream story is paranoid and delusional, that airplanes could hit two towers at different floors and cause different amounts of damage, and yet all three towers, Tower 7 at 5.20 p.m., would flatten it, you know, fall with zero resistance into its own footprint, just like the other two towers did with different amounts of damage. So uh, cognitive dissonance is the word of today, I suppose. Um, avoidance of unwelcome truths, the fear of cognitive dissonance about atrocities committed to, uh, during U.S. wars of aggression, corporate media, total blackballing of these taboo subjects. Uh, people get death threats when they question. People get threatened to be fired from their jobs if they question this. Um, you get you get told that you're paranoid and you're delusional and you need tinfoil on your head. You're told all of all of this, um, you know, gaslighting. Basically, you know, told that you're totally wrong and that you have no right to question the story. Um, my dad doesn't think that about me, but he does think that if if uh, explosives were used in those towers, there's no way that they could they the media whoever journalists could keep that a secret. But the truth is. When journalists do speak out about this, they are made fun of, they are threatened with being fired, just like people, um, journalists who have investigated controversial topics and subjects, the news station actually says we are not going to sponsor the, the advertising companies who want to make money selling ads say we're not going to sponsor your show anymore if you if you publicize this there was something about the dairy industry and there were some journalists that were uncovering some negative things about the dairy industry and they were going to air it but then it was pulled from the station and censored because uh the advertising sponsor corporations didn't want that message out there that was criticizing the dairy industry um 
so they were not allowed. So that's that's an example of that, about how if you have a controversial idea that doesn't go along with the mainstream narrative, you are told you can't do that, you'll be fired from your job. Some people have actually gotten death threats for questioning the mainstream uh, narrative of, you know, news events, uh, war, war crimes, terrorist attacks, whatever you want to call them. Um, so I'm somebody who believes in staying awake and questioning everything. And just because I believe that 9-11 is partly a lie, again, I do believe people really died. I do believe that um, uh, people, you know, airplanes really hit the towers and people jumped out of the buildings and it was really awful. And there was other, you know, airplanes that crashed in other areas and it was really a really... Um, violent, terrifying day. I don't believe the whole thing is a lie. The only part I believe is a lie for sure is the explosives. But again, does it matter? Does it matter if explosives were used or if the mainstream story is true? You know, the bottom line is I don't think that that was a good excuse to bomb Iraq and do shock and awe in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, I am not a fan of, you know, we had to stop Hitler in World War II once people realized how bad the Holocaust was. I guess it took a, quite a while to take Hitler and the Nazis, to stop Hitler and the Nazis and liberate uh, the people in concentration camps, the Jewish people and the gypsies and all of the people in the concentration camps and all the prisoners. It took a long time for uh, the United States and England and, and um, Russia and other countries to join together and stop the Nazis from what they were doing, uh, you know, genocide on Jewish people and other, you know, gypsies and other pe people that they were targeting. Um, but it, my point is it took a while for that to happen and we needed to do that, but I'm not a fan of thinking that we should kill all the Germans because they killed the Jews. And I'm also not a fan of uh, Israel treating Palestinians similar to how the Nazis treated the Jews. And the excuse is the Palestinians are all bad people who want to do violent things. I don't buy into, I think it's really dangerous to dehumanize Jewish people as much as it is dangerous to dehumanize Palestinian people, as much as it is to dehumanize Saudi Arabian people. You know, some people say, uh, the, something about Israel did 9-11 and other people say it's a Saudi Arabia. Other people say it's the American government, you know, the secret bad shadow, the really, really bad part of the, of the military. I heard a military general army guy say <clears throat> that he doesn't think any of the normal military would have ever done something like 9-11, but he said he knows there is a few bad apples and some dark, sinister things happening within the military that are very, very secret. And he knew something was going on and he didn't know fully what was going on, but he knew there were secrets going on. So it could be some kind of international thing. But the thing is, does it matter? I personally, me, Shannon Kringit in Seattle, I can't do anything about uh, if 9-11, if explosives were used during 9-11, I can't do anything about that. So, but my point of this post is to say, I'm sorry to anyone who lost their lives on 9-11. I feel sad to all the family and friends and all the people suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. I pretty much think most Americans have a little bit of post-traumatic stress disorder from the experience of going through 9-11.
especially people in New York that were close to it. Uh, I myself am traumatized by the whole thing, but I am also traumatized by having people make fun of me and attack me for questioning the narrative and questioning the story and thinking that explosives were used to help take the towers down. Um, but again, does it really matter? But I refuse to just go along with things. I, I question everything, and I don't just go along with news stories uh, about any country, uh, especially not the United States where I live. I'm not somebody who thinks that the United States is always good and that we're the best country in the world. I'm not a nationalist. I don't believe that any one country is the best country in the world. I believe that all countries have pros and cons and all countries have a dark side and all countries have goodness. And I'm all for the pursuit of, you know, democracy and freedom and happiness and liberty and liberty and justice for all. I'm all, you know, that's a great idea. But the reality is of the United States is we have a large military, a little bit too large. We have more people in prison than any other country per capita. We spend more per capita on health care than any other country, and yet we have a health care system that is based on capitalism. So I think there's a lot of things about the United States that are very dark and depressing and disturbing to me and, uneth and unethical. And I feel like this isn't really a democracy. It's a plutocracy or an aristocracy. It's whatever, like, the wealthy elite. CEOs get paid too much, and then the people that work below them get paid too little. And people want to stop unions. And unions are what helped us get the 40-hour work week and have child labor laws. So we do need some ethical laws in the United States. We do need single-payer health care for all. Uh, we, I agree with a lot of what Bernie Sanders and Marianne Williamson say and Elizabeth Warren. Those are some of my favorite candidates for the 2020 presidency. I also don't like the electrical, electoral college, whatever it's called, the College electoral, electoral college. I'm dyslexic, so I tend to say that wrong. But uh, I, I don't like our voting system in the United States. I always vote, but I wonder if it counts, especially for the presidential election. Uh, local elections, I'm more open to thinking that my vote really counts in the way that they say it counts. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm skeptical of a lot of things. I believe in staying awake. I also believe that the mainstream nutritional guidelines are wrong and what they teach students in medical school about nutrition is outdated and wrong. And really, they teach people a lack of things. A lot of diabetic people that do what their doctors say actually get worse and gain weight and take more insulin. And then, you know, you're told by your doctor, if your blood sugar goes up, just take more, just, um, Basically, if your blood sugar gets too low, if you inject yourself with insulin and you gain weight and your doctor tells you to lose weight, if you keep taking insulin, it's really hard to lose weight because insulin helps your body store fat, literally. Uh, you know, we all have natural insulin in our bodies, but diabetic people are insulin resistant and they need more and more and more insulin just to digest their food. And then they're told by their doctors... Uh, to if their blood sugar gets too low, instead of lowering their dose of insulin, they're told, oh, just eat some carbs. Oh, just eat carbs. Oh, then take more insulin. Your blood sugar goes up and down, up and down, and you eat more carbs, and then you take more insulin, and then you eat more carbs, and then you gain more weight, and then you become sicker and sicker and sicker with diabetes, and you don't get better. But there's doctors like Dr. Jason Fung in Canada, who's a kidney specialist, who also helps people with diabetes. That's diabetes and obesity combined. And hundreds of his patients have gotten better through cutting down on carbohydrates and slowly tapering off their insulin, slowly lowering the dose of insulin with doctor supervision, 
and making sure their blood sugar is at a healthy level, and intermittent fasting, which means eating in a time-restricted window. So these are examples of questioning the mainstream. You know, this isn't paranoia to question the mainstream nutrition, to question the mainstream story of 9-11. Also, my cat. My cat is mildly diabetic, and instead of giving him insulin, which would be dangerous, and what they do for cats and dogs is they give them insulin, and then if their blood, because their blood sugar is too high, but then if you give a dog or cat insulin, their blood sugar might get too low, which can be life-threatening, so then you give them carbs which is what you have to do to save an animal if it's in an emergency low blood sugar hypoglycemia situation. But then you give it carbs and then the blood sugar might go too high again. Then you give it more insulin and then more carbs and then more insulin and then more carbs and the animal gets sicker and sicker and sicker. And usually dogs and cats actually are usually uh, really overweight or really underweight when they're diabetic. So I have managed... Uh, through Dr. Karen Becker online, who's a holistic vet, as well as a naturopathic holistic vet here in Seattle that I talked to, she suggested focus on diet, focus on the nutrition. So I feed my cat a raw meat, a special raw meat diet that's made for cats, especially with the proper minerals, uh, vitamins and minerals and fat and protein balance. And there's no carbs in his food because they put potato starch and wheat gluten and rice flour and all kinds of weird um, guar gum and carrageenan and potato starch, all kinds of weird things in dog and cat food that makes cats and dogs diabetic and obese. Just like humans that eat too many carbs become diabetic and obese. So I'm eating a lot of protein and fat. Uh, I'm eating mostly carnivore diet and I'm doing really well with it. And my cat is mildly diabetic, and I have insulin for him in case I need to give him insulin, but so far I have not had to do that uh, because if I go away to work, his blood sugar could get too low and he could have a seizure and die, and so I don't want that to happen to him. So I carefully watch him every day, and I'm feeding him a raw meat diet, and he's very happy and healthy, and he's doing well. And again, I feed him special food made for cats from the health food pet store that's nutritionally balanced for all life stages. I also follow a careful recipe when I make his own cat food in a blender. It's important that it's organ meats and muscle meats mixed together uh, with ground up bone and or bone meal and or eggshell so that they get the proper amount of minerals and they get taurine and stuff in their food. So I don't just feed my cat hunks of raw meat that's just muscle meat. I I carefully give him food that's nutritionally balanced as if he was going to hunt in the wild and eat an entire rabbit with its organs and its muscle meat and the blood and the guts and all of that. So sorry if that's gross, but okay, thanks for listening. This is Shannon Kringen just speaking out on the anniversary of 9-11, just saying that I'm awake and I realize cognitive dissonance exists uh, in regards to nutrition, in regards to 9-11, in regards to lots of different topics on this planet. So I just believe in staying awake and questioning everything. I believe in not in focusing on anger and revenge, but in focusing on building up the good in the world. And one of the good things I believe in is people uh, being free and allowed to think whatever they want and have opinions and not be told that they're paranoid if they question the mainstream status quo about nutrition or 9-11. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.